Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take this pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> so used to not knowing when I turn turn this I know, down. I watch you this time. Hey, I just noticed this, Joe. What color are those two lights right there that you pushed? Oh, they're red and green. I just... <laughs> Maui Christmas, have we, body? It's the Christmas edition first. Isn't this the first? The fir- Our first Christmas. Not together, but our first Christmas as... <laughs> oh, as pod- I'm not, I'm podcaster not, in love. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how normally Joe and I spend Christmas morning together in our pajamas and and pajamas, <laughs> the definition of pajamas meaning what you wear to bed, and what Paul and I wear to bed is not <laughs> I ap- like not appetizing to any of you out there. I, I usually wear just a big oversized shirt, you know, like like people <laughs> Really? Does it say hang in there and it's got a cat hanging on something? <laughs> That's what I wear to a really long, like <laughs> really I, like a night shirt. I have a yes, it's a night shirt tonight. Does it, it's for does Christmas. It say spring break nineteen eighty three or something. <laughs> Panama City Beach. <laughs> yes, no, but it's I usually only wear them on special occasions like Christmas Eve night. Christmas Eve night. Yeah. Okay, that Christmas Eve day, when people say that, that 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 annoys me. Just say it's Christmas Eve. Actually, the the whole Christmas holiday annoys season, you. some of it annoys me, some of it is stuff that I just I absolutely love even though I'm not I don't I'm not a I'm not a Christian by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, and, I know. But oh, wow. <laughs> And, uh, oh, real quick, just to touch on it, we don't typically get too political, but there's no attack on Christmas, people. It's not a thing. It's something that Bill O'Reilly invented to divide America a little bit. There's never been an attack on Christmas. It was all fucking invented. People have been saying happy holidays for 50 fucking years. Right, because people... Because other people, there aren't just Christians out there. And for all you people out there that think it's a Christian nation, stop listening right now. It's part of that tribal thing we talked about earlier. Yes. People just want to be mad, and it's part of... I think it's part of the lizard brain just needs to be angry, upset with something. Has to be angry and has to be... Oppositional to yeah. something, yeah, because that's what got a survival. Survival, that's yeah, warring yeah, battles, yeah. winning a battle. So you have to have a battle. You have to have a battle. You can to win. Si- make a side, pick a side, and prove to your mate that right. you're worthy of and then propagating, and then go to war, and the war on Christmas. And there you there's have no it. war on fucking Christmas, right? If there was a war on Christmas, I wouldn't hear jingle bells in uh, like fucking middle of August. If there were a war on Christmas, I wouldn't be allowed to have bought this stupid light made in China that's got the spinny trees and things. On I like the how laser. you have two ends of the spectrum with your your Christmas light things. We already talked about these a little bit, but it's yeah. I feel like it's annoying you even more. Is that you have the one that was like eighty bucks or whatever that is fucking phenomenal that sent you down this rabbit hole of we need a fog machine and more lasers <laughs> and a, and more sound in the hangar. Yeah, and then you have the other one that's like me fucking thing sucks for me. Like thirty just bucks, green. twenty nine bucks. Yeah, but I mean, it would be good on the side of a house. It's just not good for in in uh, inducing psychedelic therapy in the uh, hangar. But what's still amazing is that for thirty dollars or twenty eight, whatever the hell it was, it was delivered here. It's laser light, laser, and there's multiple different patterns spinning around. You know, it was made halfway around the world, brought over in a boat. 
eventually found its way to well, it was a assembled fulfillment by a center. small Chinese child that didn't sure. get any pee breaks in that 18-hour shift that they work. And now it's sitting here, and we're watching it as we're having our Christmas first annual. And bitching about the war on not Christmas. Not first annual, sorry. Not first annual. I can't say first annual. Don't say first annual. It's inaugural. Somewhere Tim Schritter is screaming his fucking yeah. head off. Well, I, I corrected myself. I started to say it, Thank and you. I, then I backed up. And, so. you know, it's, it's, and it annoys the shit out of me, too, but it, I think it just really, it re, it's just, you know, we all have those things that get under our skin. Oh, this is a similar one to that that okay. I hate. Okay. Oh, it's our first month anniversary. One month anniversary. Yeah, one month anniversary. Considering that the the, root, the root word uh, is anno <laughs> yes. or Annie, and that that means Ye- yearly, year. year, whatever. Yes. Anno, yeah. Anno Domini. Oh, it's our two week anniversary, honey. No, it's not. In what? fact, I'm going to invoke that the next time I ever find a woman who's nice enough to be my girlfriend for any length of time for at least a month. Yeah, what are you going to say? I'm going to I'm going to invoke that and be like, listen, I hate to be nitpicky, but anniversary means one year yeah no it's not nitpicky it's at all at all oh said the single guy to the single guy (laughs) (laughs) it's not nitpicky at all i don't know why any woman would have a problem with it look this is important (laughs) that's important it's like i hated the 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 hijacking of the word awesome which i use it and you use it i try not every time every time i go to say it or type it out I think of you going, man, he's fucking delicious word. It fucking loses its meaning. Man, this is the this is something that the word awesome is truly meant for. But you're right. Things like the Grand Canyon, when your kids are awesome, inspires awe, inspires true awe. Actually, but if you want to get down to it, you really want to break it apart. Yeah. And this okay. one's for for uh, Mrs. McLean. It's some awe. It's not all the awe. It's not awe it's all. Some. It's some awe. It's not all of it. It's only some awe. You can't have the whole awe. Some. No, it's just some awe. Yeah. Like I'm in. I, I'm. I'm. I have some awe towards things. Like the moon landing was probably with filled with awe epic. when they landed there. The moon landing was epic. That's a word that really epic. got misappropriated. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But awesome. Eh, I don't know. Maybe we should stop. Picking on people that say awesome. I think it's better to use it in a snarky fashion like, oh, I see what you did there. You 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 swept the floor and left the glass still on the floor. So that's That's awesome. awesome. Glad you got the big chunks up. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. That was an awesome blowjob. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that at all in that kind of application. Uh, no. No. In yeah. fact, it, anytime anyone... I'm, I'm not going down that road. Good. It's Christmas, Joe. I'm not going down that road. It's Christmas, you Joe. Can. It is so, Christmas. So I chose... So we, it's, it's Christmas, and we've decided that we're going to do ourselves a, a nice Christmas episode because so, our first... Our inaugural episode, Christmas episode. So we made a couple of uh, shocking. Made a couple of uh, Tito's vodka martinis for me. So which far. really, again, isn't really a martini. If you want to go down that road, too, it is a martini. It's a vodka martini, I guess. But it's, it's a vodka too, martini. But a martini is not really vodka. Now, well, you don't drink gin because you're uncultured swine. That's not true. I used to drink gin martinis all used the time. Used to. Used to. Past tense. Used to. I thought I can be awesome again, Joe. Some awe. <laughs> So, oh man, why don't you drink uh, gin? Because Tito's doesn't make a gin. That's that's my that's my Ron White version of that. So Tito's we, uh, doesn't make a gin. We st- before we started, we said we have to have some Christmas music. So we picked out you. You had the it was a good selection initially. It was the uh, Vivaldi uh, v- Christmas was, uh, uh, classics. Yeah, all the classics, music, that kind of thing. Handel's. So, I think I saw on that playlist Handel's. The entire Messiah was on there. Yeah, which. Is actually awesome. It There's is some awe. Have you all, ever seen it performed? Y- 
I think with I an have. orchestra and a yeah, choir. Yeah, I, th- I think the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. Jesus. I think I did see this. It's fucking that, ridiculous. That's one thing. It's nice to be in a bigger city for. And I, that's we talked about this on going to museums. Yes, but I did go to the symphony on a fairly regular basis. God, that was fun. It really was. Oh, absolutely. Really enjoyed that. There's nothing like if you haven't done it, folks. Whether you like classical music or not, if you go for some nice piece of music or some good not production, let's call it arrangement of whatever they're doing, you should just really go. Whether you think you would not be a fan of it, you kind of are when you're done with it because if it's a real deal, it's hard not to be moved by it. Because it, it, it really is. Yeah, especially if you see something amazing like the Beethoven's Fifth, Beethoven's Ninth. Um, uh, uh, 1812 Overture. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. With cannons. Oh, yeah. Have you the seen real, it with cannons yes. before? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus yeah. H. Christ. It's one of the most amazing things you'll ever see in your entire life because... Was it Tchaikovsky? Yeah, Tchaikovsky yep. was a real... I had that on vinyl. I, I had a vinyl... <laughs> Why don't you bring that at vinyl night? I feel like we talk. I think we're drinking and talking about this. The next, next time we have vinyl night, I should bring Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture with cannons. We'll test that 15-inch subwoofer Tim's got. Boom. Boom. And scare yeah. the piss out of people, which is what you're supposed That's to exactly do. That's exactly what it's supposed but to do. But I love that Tchaikovsky was such a bad motherfucker that he wrote cannons into his <laughs> symphony. And it's, it's there. A, you can read, read the sheet it, music. Literally, the sheet. It says I've seen cannon. The, I've seen the sheet music. Yeah, I've seen it. Too. Like it, it fucking says cannon. <laughs> so, All right, what we need is cannon okay. here. Because these guys were bad. Think about these badass fucking, uh, 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 what were they? Cannons? No. <laughs> Um. Uh. Oh my God. Composer. Flute. Thank you. Composers Composer. Back then. Yeah. They were the same people. People thinking of the rock stars now that are really up there. That's that's them back then. Well, see, and my stepdad said something years and years ago. And of course, you know, being a teenage kid, you're like, oh, "Fuck him. He doesn't know shit." Because that's what teenagers do, and some adults do. But he doesn't know shit. He actually said Beethoven was known as kind of like the punk rock guy of his era because he. He one he wrote things for instruments. Instrument he wrote, he composed pieces of music that were not meant for the for the those instruments, and pushed the boundaries of what each instrument could do. Which is punk rock. That's it. it. Absolutely is. And yeah. he did music that was loud. That was sometimes off key. He would have certain things. I just want to point out for the record that Paul is stirring his martini, his vodka martini, with the uh, ear piece. Of, of his glasses, <laughs> I just, no, which is kind of nasty. It's not that at nasty. At least it's not. At least, I, well, did you stir mine like that? I no, I cleaned it off first with your mouth, <laughs> which is kind of nastier. <laughs> Good thing you're sterilizing it with vodka. Look, I'm trying to keep the people entertained. Fucking any anyway. Yeah. Uh oh, he <laughs> threw you, you off. You really threw me off with how ridiculous you're being. But you know what? You know what? I've been stirring my vodka with. No, please tell and, me. And spear. Oh. <laughs> And like spearing my, uh, my oh one with, of, oh my god with the, the 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 floss pick thing that you gave me like an hour and a half ago to pick things in me, out from in between my teeth, I realized how how nasty that oh. is. It's way worse than your ear. Thing. When when is this going to be a video podcast? So. I don't think people want that. I think the three people that listen to this podcast are probably going to be upset if we put it on video and we're going to drop back to one. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're not going to watch. We have to watch this. It's like watching a train wreck or mm-hmm. whatever. Like watching one of those uh, Taliban song the people's heads off murder things that took place. I don't know if it's that severe. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Merry Christmas. 
Well, that took a dark turn. Yeah. Um, so dark it stole my stereo. So, so yeah, you. I back to the thing. The point is this, and we'll move on. Beethoven. We'll talk about this music. Or, yeah, you Be- need, Beethoven, any of those yeah. guys. Beethoven, Tchaikovsky, um, even uh, 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 who wrote uh, 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 Rodeo, um, Aaron Copeland. Aaron Copeland, that was oh, like yeah. the early More part modern. of the 20th yeah. century. Yeah. He, did, he did stuff like that. Uh, Hanson, they really well, wasn't, broke, they wasn't broke Copeland boundaries. Wasn't the, uh, the fanfare for the common man? Wasn't that Copeland? Yes. Oh, that is a piece of music. It is a piece of work. It is. It, it, really tru- is. it truly is. And we need to listen to that in here with my system sometime. That's a that would be a great thing to hear. I think we should listen to. We should listen to that. In fact, I think we have fanfare of the common man. We did. I think here? we did okay. on the big on your, on your big system. Um, anyway, but you should. Yeah, people seriously. Phoenix has. I assume they have the Phoenix they Harmonic. Do. What what do they have? Phil, what what is it called? They have Phoenix Philharmonic, and then they have. Um, I believe ASU has an orchestra, which is amazing because most of those people can't even read, but oh, they can read music. No. I know shots fired. I don't really care. <laughs> um, Sun Devil. So I wonder what the. I haven't even done research. I haven't even haven't looked it up. Haven't done it with the. Uh, we Phil, will look at Phoenix. Hey, Kevin, look that up. Yeah, talk. Oh wait, Kevin's not here yet. I don't, I don't know how many pieces of uh, you know of instrument, how much how much equipment they have down there for the uh, the Phoenix Philharmonic. I'm sure to, in order to be called a Philharmonic, it has to be. It's full of harmonies. M- m- <laughs> it's got to be a minimum. I'm sure there's some kind of. There's a... at least 14 people, I think. 14. No, I'm fairly certain. It's 14 the number. A really? Philharmonic is a. It, there, it, there's a minimum for it to be called a Philharmonic orchestra. Like anything can be a, an orchestra, but to be a Philharmonic orchestra, you have to be able to actually play certain pieces and to play certain pieces. And you have so to have, have to be included at least nine flutes, at least eight, uh, you know, cellos. Okay, now we're over fourteen. Sixteen. This. And that it, I think I was a joke with the fourteen. I was being <laughs> was being facetious. Okay. No, but a Philharmonic is a very specific uh, arrangement. I would love to know that. I would love to know that number. But we're not Googling anything because we're actually recording a podcast. That's, it's that's Christmas. True. So try, regardless, if you're somewhere with a big city, just look that somewhere shit Somewhere with a big city. <laughs> so I'm hanging out at my house and I got this big city. Go big there. City. Go there. It's well. It's truly well worth it. Do it. it. Just do it. once. And you might do it again because it's like, no shit. Holy yeah. crap. It, and... It brings emotion. Especially out. You if feel you, it. It really does. And there's a reason why people that back before, back in the era before recorded music and before, um, obviously, television and radio and that, that, like all that stuff, the entertainment was sit around and make babies, make your own music, or go if you know, people that were well to do and well off and of means went to the Philharmonic or went to the symphony. Yeah. And it was, it was it was all the time in in bigger like I, it, you know in the 1700s whatever of course it was, yeah it was going on if a lot. you imagine imagine being emotionally moved by just sitting there and listening to instruments being played in this era of all the technology we have you know it around happens us. I get goosebumps every single Ima- time imagine, I saw it live well, every imagine time what it was like 200 years ago Jesus Christ oh, those people shit. fucking lost their mind I'm sure oh yeah but anyway. So then we, we would listen to the classic Christmas classics, and then I said, "This is great, Joe, but th- let's try to find a Scottish Christmas, which was a CD that my mother gave to me twenty years ago, probably twenty five years ago, and it's stored away somewhere. I, I do have it somewhere, but of course it's on YouTube, like everything is. And Joe's like, "Oh, let's check it out," and, and you will, immediately you said, "This is fucking cool. It is really good." So it's playing now, and you probably can't really hear it, but that's a thing to check out. Also, if you're, it's a woman with last name of uh, Rideout. All right, D-E-O-U-T. And you said all of her stuff's on Spotify, you said. All of her stuff is on Spotify, including one I tried to tell you about when you were too busy being Batman. Yeah. Uh, uh, Is her with the Washington State 
pipe and drum corps. Hmm. Her playing, she plays. I think she plays fiddle and something else. So you're saying she's playing on here, and playing she on here plays, as well? Yeah, yeah. That's I, her. This is her album. I didn't even check a out Scottish Christmas with so and so. And there's a lot right of Ilian. I think there's one piece on there that has a Highland pipes, but most of it, if the pipe is Ilian pipe on here, which, which folks, is Irish pipes. Yeah, they're like little hand. Uh, uh, um, you don't blow into them. You they have a bellows. Yeah, it's like a bellows, and you lay it in your lap, and so you're using one of your arms to to pump it up with the bellows the whole time. You're trying to finger it. That's what it's called. I know. Okay. I was trying to like. I know. Be serious. I was trying to swallow that urge to know, say, "Oh, yeah. you fingering alien bites." <laughs> so you do, and it's and, and I I told Joe at that point that I would. Um, there was a few really good Irish pubs in uh, Atlanta and. Somewhere, once a week, somewhere, one of these places had some guy playing the Ilium pipes there, like on a Tuesday evening or something, or a Thursday. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I, so I, I, would, I would find this out and go. I would just, you know, just sit there and just maybe the stalker. I'm stalking the guy or girl who's playing the Ilium pipes that night. Didn't matter. It was fantastic. Well, for folks out there that don't know, Ilium pipes are Irish. Yeah, they're not Scottish. Correct. But all those, uh, all the, all the Gaelic music is interchangeable because it's it's all kind of one culture for the most part. Yeah. It is separated by the Gales were everywhere. They were in Brittany, which is uh, northern France, um, Isle of Man, <clears throat> and there were seven, Ireland, seven Scotland, nations. Wales. That's what the group Seven Ab- Nations is all absolutely, about. Yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah. The little tiny little, but anyway. So there was even a nice little tidbit of information. Before the Vikings made it to Iceland in 980 or whatever AD, there were actually Irish monks living there that were also um, that that played music. So you actually had uh, Gales and you know Catholic Gales in uh, Iceland prior to the Vikings. Huh. Yeah, not a lot of people know that for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't think I did. Yeah, now I do. Yeah, it was the asceticism kind of thing where they just kind of uh, get themselves away from everybody else. I know too many things for someone who doesn't have a degree. Well, anyway, it's because you get to, you know, exercise, get to do it. that, you know, exercise it. The um, it's Christmas, we're listening to a Scottish Christmas. So Let's that's what we're doing that. now. And it's you may or may not be able to hear it, but it, I strongly recommend it. If you're at home baking Christmas cookies or Christmas fudge, smoking the Christmas weed, smoking whatever. the Christmas <laughs> weed. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm assuming that people if are going to be doing that. you went down to the dispensary and got yourself some trees, bruh. If, you know, it's called like, you know, Noel. There's a, hey, I mean, you tried to try the Noel. Yeah, tried Noel. Like. <laughs> Wow, it gets you so high, you'll hate your family. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, listen to Find a Scottish Christmas, and you will not be, if you like Christmas music at all, and a little bit of Celtic stuff at all, at all you will love this. Yep, there's scene. no vocals yeah. in it, so you don't yeah. need, you're not going to hear like beautiful music, and then, ah, hey, hey, you're not going to hear that. <laughs> it's nice, no talking Scottish music, really which sounds, is the best kind of Scottish music. kind of sounds Yiddish in a way when you did that. Yeah, well, I mean, Yiddish just sounds like drunk Hebrew, and, <laughs> and Scottish and sounds like just drunks. drunk English. <laughs> Scots are drunks anyway. Everybody's just drunk across the board. Yeah, well, I mean, have you ever been to Scotland? Yes, I have, actually. I know you said it was beautiful, but imagine yeah. living there. Yeah, you know what was bad was... <laughs> it's very cloudy all the time. Yeah, it was. Edinburgh was really neat with a huge... Castle. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Castle. Uh, and then, but what was the industrial, just north of there, the big industrial Scottish... Oh, it was a whole ugliest place i've seen in a long time damn it people are screaming and throwing throwing That's their where train spotting took took place pe- people are throwing their it's, their uh, shillelaghs which is irish but they're not right i was gonna say 
So the uh, the Irish folks are taking their shillelaghs and they're beating you with them. Yeah. Um, what the f- uh, there's a, there's a you know this town in in Scotland. It's a city. Lockerbie. It, no, uh, I, I, I was there. too. I know you were. That's why I said something. Uh, no, it's it's a, a medium size and it's in indu- it's the big industrial town in Scotland. God dang it! You you lost it, didn't you? Anyway, that I, was uh, rather gray and ugly and, and, and horrible. It's like the Manchester, or not Manchester, but uh, shit. Now, I can't think of the town I was going to talk about. <laughs> Actually, I know Manchester is, 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 is I, I've seen pictures of it. Uh, I've never seen a picture of it that, where it was sunny. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that's like that. In the same place like where uh, Black Sabbath is from. You know, I went, went to the William Wallace uh, monument, my father and I did. And it's was, this, it, was it surrounded by a cage at that time? <laughs> no. Because no. now it has a cage around it. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, as a few, few years ago. Like, people were like, what? you're literally taking a Scottish hero who was martyred because he wouldn't confess to something and go to, just go to jail, and he let he let himself die. You mean the big obelisk? It's jail. a big obelisk. It, it's a oh, no, fat this is a big statue oh. that says Wallace, and he's holding a shield and a sword, and he's standing up. It's like oh, that's 15 probably, feet tall. That's probably after, yeah, the movie. Uh, oh, I don't know if it's the, if that old one or the newish when one. When did you go to Scotland? Uh, as far as 15, I'm concerned, it didn't exist before. 15, 20 years ago. Also, 15. Okay, like 20 years ago was 1997. Somewhere around there, sure. I'll oh, go with that. Okay. Anyway, this is big, anyway. it's a big fat obelisk. It's, the main, it's been there since for a couple hundred years, I think. This one big. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then inside this obelisk, and you walk up, it kind of like the Washington Monument, but it's a lot fatter than that. It's kind of old looking with both stone and kind of rough, rough looking, mm-hmm. roughly hewn stone. And, um, hewn. Hewn yeah. stone. And there's a small museum, and then as you're walking up, I think about halfway up to go to the top, there's this... You just came spiraling up, and there's kind of this small room. And in this small room, there's behind this thick plexiglass or Lexan, whatever, is William Wallace's actual sword. Wow. Yeah. The is actual broadsword? No. I, ha- I hate hearkening back to that. The motherfucker is long, God. though. And they said based on hey, the length no, of sword to no, tell. It's a claymore. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. No, no. What I'm saying is. is it's they, a ratio, right? Yeah. They know yeah. he was taller, a lot taller than the average Scotsman was back then because of the, the sword. Well, in the story, is eight feet tall. Right, all lightning bolts yeah. from his arse. arse yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was right. I'm like, shit, I've got some pictures of him somewhere. But this is before iPhones came out and things. So there's nothing on a phone of mine, but I've got some photographs of this behind. And I don't have, I think it was kind of dark in there. So I had to use a flash. So none of the photographs came out very well. It just all reflected, and I'm kind But of you got the it. memory. Oh yeah, so a, that's good. So anyway, um, what's the whole point about Scotland and the Scottish Christmas? No Scottish story. Christmas. So we're done with that. But you wanted to, you were a couple things you want to talk about about Christmas. Well, so, yeah. Well, now we got to take our first break. Let's do that so because we want to have some music. We're going to take some more breaks on this one because I'm throwing in some Christmas music. So sounds, please, sounds good. Merry Christmas. Enjoy this. Silent night. Holy night, all is calm, all is bright, now your virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Hey, Charlie. Baby, I'm pregnant. And I've been living on 9th Street here. Right above this dirty bookstore off Euclid Avenue. 
not, I stopped taking dope and I quit drinking whiskey. And man, my old man, he, he plays the trombone and he works out at the track. And he says that he loves me even though it's not his baby. And he says he's gonna raise him up just like he would his own son. Gave me a ring that was worn by his mother. Oh, he takes me out dancing. Premier every Saturday night. And Charlie, I, I still think about you, man. Every time I pass a filling station. Uh, all on account of all the grease you used to wear in your hair. Baby, I still got that record of little Anthony and the Imperials going out of my head over you, out of my head over you, I'm out of my head over you after all. You know, someone stole my record player. Oh, Christ's sakes. How you like that? And Charlie almost went crazy, baby. After Mario got busted. So I went back to Omaha to live with my folks. Everyone that I used to know was either dead or in prison. So I came back to Minneapolis this time. I think I'm gonna stay. And Charlie, baby, I think I'm happy now. Leastwise, for the first time since my accident. I wish I had all the money we used to spend on dope. I think I'd buy me a used car lot. Maybe I don't think I'd ever sell any of them. I'd probably just drive me a different car every day. Depending on how I feel. Truth of it, maybe I ain't got no husband. He don't play the trombone either. And I gotta borrow money, you see. I gotta pay this lawyer. And Charlie, by the way, they say I'm gonna be eligible for parole. Come Valentine Day Silent night Holy night All is calm And all is bright Round your 
mother's and mother and child. Holy heaven, so tender and mother. You sleep in heavenly peace. Christmas time cartoon casuals back. We are, and I it's I really enjoyed the break we had here because we're still listening to a Scottish Christmas. We still personally, are, and it's lovely. We don't get residuals. We should Glasgow, not Glasgow, resi- Scotland was not, what we were trying to remember earlier. Yeah. We had to, we had to fucking look it up. The industrial. Actually, we didn't look it. Up. I came up with it. And you I, did. In my mind, I was thinking that uh, I was like, nah, it's the town that. Train spotting took place, and I thought train spotting took some place somewhere else, but it does take place in Edinburgh. It takes place in Edinburgh, dude. So if you ever get Glasgow. to Scotland, you have to do the the self guided uh, Edinburgh tour. Uh, I actually in the castle. Oh my god! So I have a a friend that I went to high school with that was stationed in Northern England um, in the Air Force, I think. <laughs> that occasionally listens to the podcast here and there between his two kids and the wife and all that stuff. But he ended up marrying a uh, uh, an English woman, and they live in uh, Merseyside, I think. Yeah, Merseyside, which is like right by Liverpool. It's northern England. Okay. And he told me if I ever came over there that he would take a few weeks off of work and just show me around. So I and and specifically in Scotland because that's where they like to go in the summertime. They go camping. I will go back. They'll spend Christmas up there. Yeah, it just it sounds. I've always said before that if I ever spent any time, not if if when I go to Europe, it's going to be like two months, nothing but the British Isles, two months. Spain, France, and Germany. To taking ferries across and going to all these different, uh, yeah, yeah, like Isle of Wight, Isle of Wight, Isle of Man. Isle I'd of Man, love to go um, and watch the the Isle of Man like motorcycle. Kill yourself race. on a motorcycle race. Yes, you know, the suicide motorcycle race. That's fucking. Have you seen point of view video? I of remember those guys like yes. the, on the GoPro. I remember the first time I saw it. Someone told me about this before I moved here, so it was over ten years ago. So you've got to watch this thing. It comes on every summer, and here it is. It's going to be on next week or whatever. Okay, fine. Sit there. I just, I just, my mouth was agape. The first time you see it, you see fast motorcycles, you see racing, and then you see this. And you see racing on the street. Yeah. With spectators just could walk in front of a motorcycle going with a in bu- excess of 150 miles With an a hour. bunch of pubs, actually, that are along there, too. Yeah, People are out there. Imagine some guys like Isle of Man, like they have a weird Welsh slash British, or excuse me, Welsh slash English accent. Like, oh, like, like, hey. Oh, the cycles are in ten. I've had, I've had, had, and then boom, walks out on the street. Like he could easily do that because there's no fucking barriers. Yeah, yeah. there's no barriers. It, yeah. It's scary. I'll tell you, the first time I was shown it um, was uh, it was actually at the old beer garage, the old brewery um, at uh, Tim's dad's house, mm-hmm. and Lee Novak. I barely knew knew Lee at that point, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he's such a petrol head. Like he's fucking nuts. Like he used to race in a skip barber series like mm-hmm. kind of like formula three essentially yeah like he he's he's a race car driver he loves okay, going cool. fast and he goes hey man can you change the channel the big big screen was on some whatever hand egg game or something and uh he changed the channel i was like i don't know i don't think anybody else will have a problem because there's like nobody else here so he changed the channel to isle of man i'm like what is this and then he goes just watch it i'm like what the 
how fucking fast are they going? And he's like, as fast as possible. Like, and, and I believe they are. Nuts. They are hitting. I believe two hundred. They, they hit. They do nowadays. They hit. They hit yeah. it, just in excess of two hundred. And they have an electric class now too that goes around there. They do, mile. and those yeah. guys are also fucking insane. They're all yeah. They're they're doing the same speeds and stuff for damn close because to them. they don't accelerate out of corners. They just immediately because it's torque on demand. Yeah. There's no there's yeah. no curve. They just hit it. Anyway, so uh, it being Christmas time and everything, and Paul, I have a question for you. Yeah. What is your best Christmas memory? I don't have um, a single best memory. I just remember being very, What's... very young and being excited about, uh, you know, having a hard time going to sleep when you're, you know, five, eight years old, whatever. Are you kidding me? 36? <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I haven't. Okay. I haven't been home for. Well, I'm, just, I'm talking about. Right, I remember. I'm, I'm going. Okay. I'm hearkening back. Yeah, sorry. Go, go ahead. Please and I, and back. I, I remember. Um, this was back, of course, when they had the the actual real incandescent light bulbs that got hotter than shit, you know, that you would string up on your tree, uh-huh. you know, the different colored ones, and um, and they would uh, they would actually get the needles pretty fucking hot, and that actually made the tree smell better. But you were kind of on the razors <laughs> on the razors edge, edge of, of burning the burning fucking the house place down, down. <laughs> which happened. Oh a lot god, back then. it reminds me of my grandparents had this tree. Real quick, my grandparents had, and I, I think those lights actually went to my mom's house after my grandparents passed on. But they were these 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 lights that had um, there were multiple colors, and they had bubbles in them. Mm-hmm. They bu- did. You ever see those? They had to have been the most uh, ungodly expensive yes, Christmas lights. I don't think we ever had them. I know I saw people's homes that had them. They yeah. and they they had like they were yeah they're all tall skinny things. Yeah, little bubbles. They had a little bubble. Oh my god, they're beautiful. Yeah. And then I found out later on that the, those bubbles that's not water, it's oil. Uh, no oil. fucking oil? wonder people are oil. It's oil. No wonder people were burning their goddamn yeah. houses so, down. But you're so right. let's let it break opening some more fuel and uh, to the fire. Add fuel to your d- incredibly dry Christmas yeah. tree. But I remember what I was going to say about that is this. And I remember and I had a conversation with someone not too long ago in this town about they were setting up their tree or something, and and then they had it all finished and they had it lit up and they uh, showed me what it was and they said this comment. This is what it was. There's something magical about having and I like the traditional Christmas lights. The the color multiple colored lights. Of course, yeah. That's what I'm into. In a little bit of, um, uh, uh, you know, just a little bit of icicles. You would hang a little bit here and there. Nothing too too extravagant. Uh, and um, all the different multiple uh, uh, ornaments you would get over the years. People would give you, you know. Of course. You know, it was yeah. always fun to unpackage those. And say, oh, yeah, I remember that little, because we had a lot of little different little airplane things. We would get people from all over the world that were friends of our families really? for a year. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. That's amazing. But they're kind of fun, though, right? Because an airplane, you can hang in an airplane's now hanging, and it's kind of like it's yeah. flying. It's just kind of cool. So I remember all that stuff. And I've got, I've actually have a bunch of little airplane ornaments, again, packed away somewhere. But I just remember being there at night, um, almost every night. And I was into drawing and into, I was kind of into art back then also. And I would sketch things. I remember laying there in the dark with a big, big notepad and trying to draw the Christmas tree. And it's, at, it's all lit up at night and, and it's, and it is kind of, it's cold outside. You know, you've got this, 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 the family is there and they're watching TV in a couple rooms over and you're there and maybe there's some Christmas music on that we had this huge piece of furniture. It's a big wooden thing that was all a stereo. Remember those hunks? Giant of console stereo. Huge, ridiculous things. Honestly, <laughs> because of my family being giant audio snobs, I, uh, and I was born in 1981, the time of those had passed by the yeah. time I came along. I, you I missed I, that. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, the first person I knew that owned one was Timmy. Really? Yeah. He, cause he remember, did, did you ever, yeah, you saw that at his, uh, I guess his apartment. I did. He had that con, he bought the console stereo for like 50 bucks. The turntable was shit. The radio didn't work. 
the AMFM part didn't work, but the shortwave, <laughs> shortwave. <laughs> but he had a, a repair guy, an electronics repair guy, old school guy in this town, put in an auxiliary, like a three and a half millimeter port, and put a uh, a uh, Bluetooth chip on it. Hmm. So he could he connected his phone to it and would play his you know and, and anyway well anyway, th- this is studio. yeah I remember it was in the same room and it was like in the uh, living room I don't know what it was that's where the tree the pa- was the parlor the parlor and so I'd lay in there and and sketch these things I just remember you know the whole wonderment of it all you know and this is when you believed in Santa Claus and all that kind of stuff yeah, and yeah. and it was just the the whole that just brings back really good kind of makes you a little bit sad in a way. You know, life's moved on, everything's changed, all the kind of, but I just remember looking at that and remembering, and that was my best, it wasn't a certain toy that I got, or anything like that, or, I also remember in Washington State, this is a pretty good memory, speaking of that one photograph on that, on the Scottish Christmas we were talking about, I remember we used to go out and, and get a Christmas tree, there was large woods, this is in, in Spokane, Washington area, we would go driving out in the middle of nowhere, and go literally chop down a Christmas tree. See, and that's something I've never done. Yeah, we did that a few. I, I remember that a few years in a row. Shit, man. I was young then. That was four, five, six. I feel like I kind of missed out, and I feel like I didn't do the right thing with Porsche and do that. Well, you can still. We can't. Where we where do we go for that around here? We can't. Flagstaff. God, I have to go. I mean, you'd have to go a long fucking get arrested. Way. I mean, there's no way you, you can't. Can go. One Ponderosa Pines would not work because you have to get a 50 foot yeah. tall fucking tree before you get to any sort of yeah. you know all that. Well, they have some no. like they have some uh, some of the up in the Walpi Mountains, which is illegal to get and go up there and just chop a like tree a down. Juniper? No, they're 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 the regular. What are the um, Douglas fir? Douglas. They had they had those up there, and they're, they're good looking. I've never Christmas seen trees. a Douglas fir in the okay, Walpi. Maybe it's before. not a Douglas fir then. Maybe it's a some kind of a spruce. I don't. I don't oh, know. I guess I, maybe it I could know. be. I but but they look like actual real Christmas trees. So I remember I remember that. Um, oh, and I was going to go back to the console thing real quick. That console was the one. It was kind of in a corner, and there was a space between one of the ends of the piece of furniture and the wall, you know, on the end of it, like two or three feet. And that's where I would lay down there and listen to my, when I was very young, when my parents bought me, or I bought me my George Carlin <laughs> comedy oh, albums. Oh, shit. And, and Cheech and Chong, and here I am, young. Big Bamboo, listening yeah. to Big, oh, and, my and God. I would lay there next to this console, listen to all this crap. I can't believe now. Thinking about it, I was eight, nine, ten years old, whatever. Totally it was. inappropriate. And my parents would Age let me inappropriate. They would let me lay there and listen, and then here I am now swearing on a podcast. Huh? Glass. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I can't believe your parents let you listen to Cheech and Chong Dude, when you were a kid. When you're eight or ten years old, that's the funniest shit ever. Of course, and it's still no, funny. No, it's it, still- <laughs> my generation's Cheech and Chong, Big Bamboo, was. Um, uh, the Adam Sandler, the first two Adam Sandler <laughs> yeah. like uh, uh, albums. Right. Did you ever listen to any of those? Yes, I have heard. Well, they, they play them on the on the radio a lot during Christmas when you're driving well, they around. The th- well, they have the Thanksgiving song. Yeah, and there's that too. Yeah. There's that. That's on that. I think that's on the first one. Yeah. Turkey for me and turkey. Turkey for, for me and turkey for me. For me. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It and I tried to and I got Porsche to play it on Thanksgiving. And you people talked over top of it, and you missed it. You, you, oh, I remember that, but I don't remember that because, you're, like you said, we were all just drunk and talking. Wrap that turkey in aluminum foil. <laughs> My brother <laughs> likes to masturbate with baby oil. Like that fucking that, <laughs> right. You people talked over top of that line. I know. I was so I mad. I was like, this is getting to the good part. But that, no, that whole album had a bunch of – it had like four songs or maybe three songs on it and then like 15 different little uh, skits. That were so fucking funny. Anyway. What was your, or a couple of your favorite Christmas memories? 
I actually have a couple. I I, I know, and 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 they have they, they, you know, they, there's always the, and I know I know this being my uh, next. Well, when you people listen to this, I will be uh, hanging out with my family in Ohio, being in Ohio, spending Christmas with my family for the first time in in, in over twenty years. Holy shit, that long? Yeah. Well, the way it worked out was. Um, uh, 1996, my uh, grandmother passed away, and I and I only had one set of grandparents that I ever knew. My mom's mom and dad died well before I was born. Um, but my dad's parents were the grandparents that I knew, and uh, so 1996, my grandmother died. I think it was like that summer, and uh, so we flew to the whole fam, family, everybody gathered in Tucson, where my grandfather and where my grandparents were living. To be with my grandfather, you know, his first Christmas alone since, God, they married in 1948, I think, 1950, somewhere around there. Um, and so we wanted to be with him, you know, and uh, did that. The next year, in 97, Thanksgiving of 97 is when I moved out to, to Arizona. So I, I hadn't, I haven't spent a Christmas back east since, since 1995. All right, is it going to be okay or is it going to be, you know... Oh, it's going to be, I'm going to make it okay. Okay, good. Because there's a lot of memories that I have tied in the, uh, tied up in the, like, three boxes of Christmas decorations that my mom still has from the 80s, 70s and 80s. So is she going to already and, have those done, or are you going to be able to help her? Um, I haven't that? really discussed it with her. She did, <laughs> she did get a hold of me a couple weeks ago and was like, do you and Portia have your own stockings you want to bring? And I'm like... <laughs> And then I started realizing that before I before I laugh hysterically at how ridiculous that sounds. Well, that did I, sound funny. I'm sorry. I, I do have two stockings of my own. One that my grandma made. One that my former stepmother made a that long time ago. That you can bring. That I can bring. Well, are, you, are you going to bring them? I am going to bring. My mom doesn't know this yet, but okay. she'll find out as you people listen to this. I'm bringing the one that my grandmother uh, made me. She cross stitched it. It's like it's a it's a stocking with a little loop on a thing, but it's cross stitched in the front that says Joey. Knit one, and pearl two. Knit one, pearl two. I don't know what I don't. I don't you know what that is. That's, nope. I don't know if that's actual cross stitching. All you people out there that do, you know, crochet and cross stitching. Oh no! There's a term. Knit, there's one knit pearl. One there's a, there's pearl. a, there's a, a motion. One pearl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no. I now, now that you say that, I know what. That I don't is. know if that's, that's what you do when you make your stocking. And no, that's not what it is. Cross stitch is where you have a pattern and you make X, oh, you make X's duh. and it spells things out. Oh, so the, I feel but, like an idiot But now. these designs are a little bit finer cross-stitch. They're very, very small. Yeah. And like the J, it says Joey, because my grandparents called me Joey. People, everybody called me Joey, and, except for my mom, it was, it was Jobo. But the, the, it's like J-O-E-Y, and each thing is like, each letter is a character. It's like a, like a fire truck and like an angel and all this other stuff. So I have that that I've got I've had since my grandmother I think made that yeah that was my first christmas so but I, ha- I still have that and I have one oh, that 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 somebody I think my mom made Porsche so we're going to take those my mom doesn't know that yet so those are going to be hung but everything else I think they're getting a real tree uh, by the which chimney they you have a chimney so you can hang them there with care no nah, there's no there's okay. no chimney all right my mom has a gas she has gas <laughs> Probably no. I don't know right now. I, mean, I can call her. She has a gas fired. It's an oil heater. Oil, oil. There's a big. Uh, looks like a. It looks like a, like a uh, pot belly, like a pot. No, like an onion. Okay. 
like w with the stem still attached or like the the like stalk still attached okay. so it's like this big bulb full of oil oil mm -hmm. that gets heated by a burner that bubbles up through radiators throughout the house incredibly efficient over 100 years old oh, sure. still fucking works so where do you anyway what do you hang your stockings on the wall like okay. on the i don't know like on the, i think okay. it's on the wall like on the door like on the doorway in the front front, okay. front of the house all right so uh, anyway, uh, yeah, there's so there's all these decorations that I remember being a kid for e every year. I was excited because I love the smell. It's this weird, I, and I think I think it was some wreath or something that my mom bought years ago that just made everything in the box smell that way. And still smells. Maybe. And it still smells like that. You know, thirty years later, we have I have no idea why, but it, that's what Christmas smells like. So whenever I smell certain candles, I think it's a like a balsam fir kind of smell. They say know, that's it, the strong, a, the scent that that's the of the human. The, the sense of smell is what it brings back the most memory it, it, or something. I, like I that. absolutely one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, because if you smell a certain thing, it a bang and just immediately you could it, see you could see something and not really dial into it or hear something, but smell. But they smell say it, is what does it? Absolutely, and I one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Um. So there's you know there's the, the decorating of things, which I think they'll have the tree set up. In fact, I think it's the day that I sent my mom my itinerary for the tickets that were purchased. That's probably when they, you know, back in September or whatever. I think that's when they bought the tree. <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind. Might, might be a little crispy now. She's super, super excited. Yeah. And and I am too. And so is Portia. And Portia busting her ass like to get her GPA up a little bit more so she qualifies for more scholarships. She needs a fucking break. Like she is just on the razor's yeah, edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, so the other thing is, for like, many, I, I'm sorry, you'll be gone for how many days? Uh, Eleven days. Okay, that's yeah, that's good. Little, yeah, it's a good chunk. That's okay, a good chunk. Okay, and the other. So I can remember when I was, I think I was six years old, and I got a, for, in the same year I got a telescope. Oh, nice! Just a little Tasco telescope. I mean, it was one of those where, in order to look at the sky, you had to lay on the ground because it oh. didn't have, it wasn't a refract, <laughs> refractory, uh, refractory. That's not it. No, uh, Ref re was reflector, 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 where you can look down and it looks out. Like a 90-degree angle. It's not one of those. All right, Steve Redman. Yeah, Redman. He's like, I'm still trying to figure out the iPod. App. Oh, no, he's caught up. That's yeah. right. He's like, I went on a binge and listened to you guys for like six hours straight. And like, why? And he's still insane, I don't even like listening saying. to me. He's yeah. still apparently still sane. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was a little Tasco just thing. But I was able to see, put it this way, it was a good enough telescope that I could had to lay on the ground or sit on like a like a tabletop mm -hmm. outside and i could see the rings of uh, of saturn well that's I could pretty see the good. outline of saturn it was a decent little telescope that's pretty good so there's that and that same year i got a you could spy uh, down the road with some neighbor girls that were in their second floor changing clothes i was clothes. 6 i didn't girls still oh. had cooties at that point oh okay yeah i didn't really you were a little late bloomer i was into riding bikes oh. which segue i wasn't a 6 I wasn't <laughs> a late bloomer you dick sorry anyway <laughs> So then I got a that that same year I got a GT Dino, Blue GT GT Dino, and Ed Man and Ryan Ackerman will know exactly what I'm talking about. It was chrome, it's polished wow. chrome. The padding on it, so on like the the um, like the handlebars, like mm -hmm. the crossbar, mm -hmm. was blue with white checkers. Nice, yeah, yeah. and the same on the uh, crossbar. It was it was fucking tits bike. Cool. However, mm, yeah, it was stolen two days later because I left. I, yay! Because I left on the front porch. Thanks, Tucson. Yeah, huh. that that sucked, but it taught me a lesson. It taught me a lesson. Uh, real, unfortunately, at an early age. 
But uh, yeah, no, I have great memories of Christmas. Like I don't really, I know a lot of people have bad memories of Christmas. I have a lot of Christmases that were kind of a bummer. I don't but remember. But I still have good memories. I, I don't remember. I don't. Um, I don't have any bad, <clears throat> excuse me, memories as being younger. I mean, I, I think they were more semi-recent years when you know inevitable happens when people get older and they start leaving your life. Of course. Yeah. And so first it's your my grandparents and then father and then that and after that they, there was no reason for us to get together as a family anymore. It's because my stepmother and my sister and it just didn't really it just didn't really happen anymore. Well, at that. that point when we've talked about this before, where where I've had my own you know, issues in, in, in my life with people leaving too soon is that the people that are left behind, uh, you, at one point in time, you were all tied together because of one major reason. Yep. And sometimes what that one reason is a person. And then when that person leaves, you're not, you're no longer tied in a good way. We had a together and that, that makes things hard on this damn dark road, but there was a good friend of mine who, uh, who passed away, um, let's say 15 years ago. And um, he was definitely the glue. He was the he was the conduit between. He had gr- people at work that he hung out with and were kind of friends with. And then he had us for years and kind of brought all of us together. We'd go out and do all these uh, these Irish pubs I was telling you about earlier in these different places. We'd go do the stuff. And 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 when he passed away, it, the whole group just f- fell apart. That was it. No one ever wanted to get together because it wasn't you know because of the memories and things like that. But it was it was so much fun to do all these things that we would do together. And people would have parties at their house. People would spend the night there. We'd go out to certain events or we'd go watch laser shows and you'll be the big, but then he was gone. That was, it was just, it was just. Sometimes people are the glue that holds a group oh, together. It, it yeah. was, it was an amazing demonstration or an amazing thing to witness the r- rapid falling apart of the group. It was just like shocking in a way. No one really thought about it, I guess. You go to the funeral and it's done, and but then then it just doesn't get together. Everybody anymore. just kind of went their own separate ways. It was just ways. weird, and I didn't yeah. want to go down that path, but I did. A little no, bit. hey so, man, not everything about the holidays is uh, flowery and fucking awesome and no. smells of balsam and his his decorations on the and, tree. And a lot of people, for sure, are not as fortunate as others, and they're and they're struggling for whatever reason, or have horrible stuff going on in their lives, or whatever. Or they have the hor- like the the shittiest thing about the the holidays sometimes is that. And you and I have both dealt with uh, suicide on a very personal level. Is that sometimes that's uh, that's the time where the holidays hit certain people the hardest, and then they decide to take the, you know they yeah. decide to check out. Yep. But I'm a firm believer, and it's taken me a few years of dealing with it on on my own level. Is that I realize that you're taking your own, um, your own sadness, compounding it, and just giving it to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, people choose to do that around the holidays, and uh, it sucks. It's just one of those it sucks. things. It's fucking awesome. It's things. fucking awful. It's not awesome. What What is it's fun awful. though? What it, actually? Let's take a break. No, 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 we'll take a break. No, we're gonna take a break because yeah. I, I was gonna say <laughs> no. my the worst the worst Christmas memory okay. that I have is the first Christmas without somebody, without All right. my grandpa, without my grandma, without you know, good with, lord, without people. I'm just saying that fucking we can't. <laughs> we need to be fair and balanced. We need like okay. Fox News in 1998. <laughs> God damn it! But then I also want to talk about. What a good friend of mine who texted me before we started the show, actually, back in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and and what his theory is on uh, it's been years since he's given or received gifts at all. And wow. what, what he likes to do on uh, on Christmas is he shit in a box? <laughs> no, he doesn't put cotton in the box. Doesn't really. Doesn't. We well, have a lot of cotton there in South Carolina. <laughs> we got a, yeah. knee high in cotton. Oh my god! We don't, we don't cotton to that. Shitting in tall cotton. 
I don't even know what that phrase means. I've heard people I, say it, but I don't fucking shitting in shitting tall it. cotton. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard that. You never. I'm heard from that. the cotton states, and I don't even know what that. The cotton <clears throat> states. <laughs> cotton, I don't, I don't CSA, cotton the cotton states of America, oh, but the Confederate states of America. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> That's so like let's your, take a yeah okay let's, let's take, a, take break. a break you guys listen to more Christmas music try to get cheered up after we went dark. stretching here joe for the next Paul's, segment paul's stretching he's got to stretch out the negativity <laughs> sorry we went dark yeah, folks but just a little bit of reality it's sometimes all, it's all the holidays is, is about a little bit of darkness we're man. gonna They're, have fun now although you wanted to start out with a dark thing i think you said uh yeah i kind of wanted to originally start off with dark and then move into light but hey fuck it okay it's uh it's the holidays nothing goes right <laughs> so so mike so did, i was gonna tell go ahead did you ever cruise around and look at Christmas lights. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I never got. That's one of the good memory too. Never fucking did that. I've never like. Oh, I, I'm I mean, sorry. I did it. I did it as like a, a late teen and then into my adult years. But I just never. We just never did that. Okay, let me as paint kids, the picture. And I don't know why. It's not like it was. Like, not, it's not like a bad thing. It's not like oh, I missed out on all this because it was like a form of abuse. Let me paint no, the picture here. All right. It was. It was the picture. It was um, the classic seventies. 
mid seventies station wagon. Oh God! <laughs> so did it have wood paneling on the yes. side? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What was the the from, from Vacation? The Vacation movie? Uh, the fuck. Well, I can't. Th- I can't think oh, of the, the, the first vacation. The first vacation. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was like the Country Cruiser or some shit like that. Something like that. I know. P we, Green Metallic. I think we had at one point. We did have a Ford of some kind. Is it called a Safari? Maybe. Is that maybe. possible? Is that maybe something's going to really Safari was a GMC Safari was the Astro van. Okay, like no, no, GMC yeah, yeah I, I know that. I think that might have been a. Anyway, there was so we had a Ford. Whatever, and at some point a Chevrolet, something or other too. The reason we kind of had it was not really before because we weren't a large family. It was my sister, myself, and my parents. Was for the crewing, and my father would fly gliders. We'd have all the crap in there for going to the airport and all oh, the yeah. crewing. Oh well, yeah, I mean that, that was that crap. that era's SUV. There were no vans. They, like they that. didn't really have. I mean, they well, did. They did. <laughs> the they did, creeper the, vans. Yeah, the creeper vans. Um, <laughs> they weren't real. Yeah, and they weren't really. In the '80s is when those the, the creeper vans were like, "Hey, we should add more windows, so it's not." Creepy. You missed all the '70s cool vans with all the cool paint jobs on the side and all the shit like that. Oh back no, in the I 70s. didn't. You have to oh. understand the '80s didn't. Uh, excuse me, the '90s didn't arrive in uh, <laughs> in Ohio. Excuse until, me, the '80s didn't arrive in Ohio until the '90s. Like that's how that goes. Porsche is going to be like that. You stole that from How I Met Your Mother, but it's true. Well, we, it's it's one hundred percent true. There no, were so many hippie vans many were driving vans. around the sixties and seventies. It was well, and these weren't even hippie vans. These were like guys that loved fantasy games or you know gaming right. like D and D and stuff. They had a big and bed had back like there. Damn near, absolutely. Yeah, the teardrop window. Yes, the yeah. panel, the panel vans, full size yes. vans with the teardrop window all toward the vet. Toward oh yeah, the, you know the it was so toward the stern. Yes, they and were. They, they were there. They were. It was a real thing. They were all over the damn those, place. Those fantasy guys that had the airbrushing done. I mean, it was like real artwork. Oh Absolute yeah, it was fantastic. Artwork. Yeah, like damn near topless maidens. Yeah, being rescued by men like yeah. bare chested men with swords. Kind of like uh, 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 Frank Frazetta kind of artwork. You know Frazetta? You familiar with him? I'm not familiar with. Frank. Okay, so I think that um, you would recognize his his work. There was a guy. I think he died recently, and he was a very popular kind of fantasy artist with. Um, like Conan the Barbarian type artwork. Oh, okay. Would, okay. If you look up, he's got some very famous stuff, and he did album covers of probably Molly Hatchet. If you know Molly Hatchet, probably not. It's a Southern rock band. Who's she? Yeah, no, it's a. Which one's pink? Yeah, Sorry, no. I so, I know. It's a hold on loosely. If I I, no, that's not that's not Molly Hatchet. I I think for some of the Conan the Barbarian, probably did some of some of the some of the cartoons and some of the and then the books and things like okay. that. Probably, but it's Frank Frazetta. My father was really into him, and I remember when I was a. Uh, a go ahead, Kevin. Look it up. So anyway, your dad was in. Your dad was into weird fantasy artwork. He, he, he just thought it was so detailed, and I used to have a couple of posters, actually decent posters. They were just That's posters. Cool. Artwork of Frank Frazetta's pieces of work. Why am I? Oh, so yeah, some of these vans would have that kind of stuff on there, like a big sword and a and a and a large, you know, buxom woman with a, you know leather or skin sort of outfit on that's falling off, you know, and he's rescued, right? It's, it's all tattered from combat. Right, right, that kind and of thing. And there's like almost an areola slipping yeah. out. Like that's, that's Frank Frazetta. On the side of a van, folks, <laughs> on the side of a van. <laughs> it was. Okay, we didn't have that. It, what we had was no, a station you, you wagon. Had, because you guys weren't trashy, <laughs> right? you had a station wagon. Right, so we would drive around. There was this place called, oh, my God, it's coming back to me. It was a certain place in Fort Worth, Texas that would have – so this huge neighborhood for years would be tradition. They decided a long time ago, they just kind of got going there. We're going to be the cool, We're the coolest be, neighborhood yeah. in Metroplex, Dallas, Fort Worth area. We're going to have the entire huge neighborhood 
wasn't just like a subdivision. It was a it was the, massive the, area. Right. Would all get together and do their Christmas lights. And it was, everybody would go there every night for, you know, the week before Christmas and cruise That's around. Cool. Yeah, five miles an hour, bumper to bumper traffic all damn night. We'd drive around through all these neighborhoods. And, and we would sit back there in our, you know, back seat of the, of the, uh, of the, uh, of the station wagon, just peering out, looking at all the wonders. Facing back? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the rear-facing seat. I don't get motion sickness, but I can tell you right now, I sat in the back of of station wagons before facing backward. Mm -hmm. It almost made me fucking nauseated. I've been hung over in 20-foot seas in a 30-foot boat, and it still didn't make me as sick as when I was face backwards as as we're going forward. That's fucking weird. But but, but you would have enjoyed this, though, because when you're facing backward on the highway— uh, then you get to if you were a kid you get to do all kinds of stupid stuff and make all these weird faces to all the oh yeah all the people driving right behind you and stuff yeah it was a blast i definitely we definitely <laughs> and you get to moon them as you got older you would moon them no i got i wasn't even older i think i was probably nine oh, or ten yeah, okay. and definitely pressed ham and got us pulled over <laughs> it was over it was over in eastern arizona or eastern uh excuse me eastern ohio uh used to have some family friends that lived over near where uh, my mom's from mm-hmm. Byesville, Cambridge, Zanesville, like that area, way, way eastern Ohio. And Richland the, oh, Hills. I think that was the way we said to drive the lights. Richland Hills. Richland Hills. Texas. Which, it was probably really nice 30 years ago. And it, if it's anything like any of the subdivisions I've ever lived in, or excuse me, neighborhoods I've lived in, it started off really nice and then oh, yeah. turned out to be shit. I can promise it, you now it would be, it's awful now. You know, but <laughs> it, they were probably, back then, they're probably decent sized homes for the day. You right. know what I mean? Of course. But of now course, they're like yeah. just, it's probably as. Slummy, they probably bulldoze the whole place over by now. Maybe, yeah. They have one Christmas light set up, just one single light. It's it's awful. But so you never did that. You were saying you no. Never... We never did that. We never cruised around and looked at Christmas lights. And I'm not sure why. I mean, gas was cheap, and we were in the Midwest. Everything was super close to, together. It's just not a thing that we ever did. So there probably were areas though I, that you had people, that neighborhoods had them all dressed up real well. I, but while we were talking, I did have one one thing I remembered, and I I, I had to look it up. And I really wish it was closer to where my mom lived. I, now I look back and go, wow, we went a long way. There's a place over near Evansville, Indiana, uh, kind of southern Indiana, called Santa Claus. The town is called Santa Claus. And uh, okay. everybody pays like, I don't know, five bucks or something on their water bill uh, year-round every month into a pool. And then in like uh, early November, the city goes and purchases Christmas lights. Oh my God! And Let's just, talk about that, for a that would never just, that ever fly here or not right now. No, probably never. But here's the thing: they're that, that's their thing. Yeah, people come from all over the fucking Midwest, all over the place. And folks, if you've ever if you've grown up out west, you don't understand what it's like back there. There's a town of a minimum of a thousand people every seven miles. Every seven miles. Yeah. Imagine like I don't know ten towns between Kingman and Vegas. Imagine hitting 10 small towns between Kingman and Vegas. That's fucking phenomenal. That's how, how dense the population like is. Like established back there. towns. That established towns. Like a tiny police department, it, it could probably. Be, or they a, have a small police department and one or two small fire departments. It could be anywhere. It could be a thousand people, and it could just, they, they might even have a flashing red light as their a town gas square. Station, two one gas stations. gas stations, maybe, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But still, there's a ton of population back there, and you have to figure out where your money's going to come from. And this place in Indiana, 40 years ago, maybe 35, 40 years ago, decided, hey, we need to do something to get more people to come here. Because this town is not very big. It's maybe 10,000 people. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, 15,000 people. And I was like 9 or 10. And I knew we were going on a road trip 
And, um, you know, my brothers, oh, God, Sean, I don't even know if Sean was born yet. And and Eli would have been like three, two and a half, three years old. And I was like nine. I know wow. we lived in Ohio because it was close by-ish. It was, it was probably two and a half hour drive. Mm-hmm. Two and a half hour drive in the Midwest is like an eternity. Yeah. We do that shit all the time here. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. the, anywhere back east is like that. You know, driving more. My mom thinks that we are batshit crazy for driving to driving an hour and a half to Vegas to shop for the day and then drive back. She's like, "That's three hours of driving." Well, because it, three hours of driving from one side of Ohio that's from that's from the state line of Indiana to the state line of Pennsylvania. Another comparison would be from Atlanta, where I'm from, with the town is so damn crowded now for around shopping or shopping days or let's say Christmas shopping, is that a place may not be that far away like Vegas is to us, but you are going to be in traffic getting to the mall back then. Right, right. Or, the, or it's not a mall, but it's a sh- good shopping areas. You're going to be stuck. You're going to spend 20 minutes trying to find a parking spot. By the time you've parked and you're actually shopping, it's about the same amount of time you spent to drive from here to Vegas. Yep. With no real traffic between here and there. But you have folks that just don't, they don't realize it. It's just different perspectives yeah. of where people have been. So, yeah, we went to Santa Claus, Indiana. And Santa Claus, Indiana has every single house has Christmas lights and decorations. And they have, um, as you're cruising through these neighborhoods, you'll have uh, kid, little kids that will walk out up to the cars that are bumper to bumper traffic like you're talking about that will, um, you know, offer you uh, hot chocolate. And you give like them a candy you know, cane you give or something. Fifty cents, hot chocolate with a candy cane floating in it. Absolutely, oh, that's what I want right now. Yeah, no shit. Me Kevin, too. would you hook that up? Yeah, for us? Kevin, make some hot chocolate. Kevin. Give us a. He's still not answering. He's not. I don't know. Is he passed out? Dude, if we hit the meeting, yeah, we, had fucking... the, we had the meeting about him yet. We gotta do something about this. We need to do something about that kid. We've gotta get rid of him. Have you talked to him yet? About no, that? no, I haven't. I. Well, I mean, it's Christmas. Well, maybe, we he'll, maybe he'll just find out. We'll listen to the podcast. Hmm. Anyway, so, yeah, well, I was so say, these little kids will come up and bring you cookies and this and that and the other thing. You give them, throw them 50 cents or a dollar or something like that. This is a big tourist money thing for them. But they also it make it really fucking cool. And I looked it up uh, just for shits and giggles because, you know, your, your, your concept of time and driving and all that stuff when you're a kid is completely oh, skewed yeah. from what you are as an adult. And I just remember being in the car what seemed like 10 hours. Yes, but it was—it's about a two and a half hour drive from my mom's house, and that's just—that's five hours of driving in one day. I'm only there for ten or eleven days. Fair bit, fucking yeah. I kind of don't want to do that. But uh, it's—imagine for those of you from Kingman, imagine the Preston uh, guy that his house, which is like the big one that you everybody looks at here in Kingman, they drive by. Imagine an entire town of those people. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is, and it's required. You have—you live in the city limits. This is what no, it but is. People, it's when like they, a when, CCNR. When, or, when they move there, they don't get pissed off. I'm not. Fuck you. I'm not. They probably like to do this. They probably get into it. No, they say that, then then they're asked to leave. Yeah. They'll, like they'll they'll put a lien against your house or something like yeah. that. But anyway, it's a uh, it's really cool. Santa Claus, Indiana, folks. Look it up. Um, that's probably my best uh, Christmas memory now that I think about it. Which is, going, is doing that. Is, going, is doing. Okay. That. I mean, I have a, I have a, a lot of. I, I don't have a lot of bad memories of Christmas. Uh-huh. You know, I really don't. Uh, and I know some people do, and I know I know. Oh, it's bad. You know, I mean, it really is bad for a lot. Of, it's bad for my, a lot of people. I, my dad's got some baggage when it comes to that. Like mm-hmm. the, he's never been a big fan of Christmas because uh, his <laughs> one of his brothers ruined Christmas. Uh, he was snooping around and found uh, all the presents and opened up all of the presents. There were all rats. of them. All of them. Wow. Opened up all of them. My grandfather uh, returned them all. 
and then nobody got a Christmas. <laughs> oh, God. Now, uh, I God. understand punishing a kid. And I also understand that my grandpa may not have known everything about children and how to handle them because no one does and kids don't come with an instruction manual. Mm. That probably wasn't the best thing in the world to do because what he did was he created a, a handful of people that absolutely fucking hate Christmas. Yeah. They have a distaste for it. And that sucks. Luckily, I, because of that, those bad, you know, shitty memories of Christmas didn't get passed on to me. And I'm really happy about that. However, I can tell you, man, I really wish I had some memories of being in a stinky station wagon with my sibling. Yeah, we used to. Uh, I mean, how bad was that? What, did you, you and your sister just fucking beat the hell out of each no, other? No, well, we we did, but not really. I mean, typical sibling stuff, but it wasn't bad when we did were Did you younger. guys master uh, 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 whisper shouting? Whisper shouting. God, God, shut up. Shut up. I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember whisper, doing that exactly. You don't remember doing that? Yeah. No. I bet remember she just, remembers doing that. She's older, right? Yeah, two years older. Yeah. What's funny was because she's she's not very tall now, but you know, at some point I ended up getting rapidly taller and bigger mm-hmm. than her, and then she quit beating on me. So that was you know, yeah. But, but she, for she, a while, she was fucking wailing on oh, you. Oh yeah, bet. I was being picked on. It was sad. There's videotape. My father had an eight millimeter, you know, video of uh, uh, movie uh-huh. a camera, and which turned into videotapes. I think I've got on CD now, but I'll have to show them to you sometime of me about this high, right? That's about that tall. How old, that old how old is that that, that tall? tall? Is that of her just running around with me, chasing me down with the garden hose and hitting me with it and That's fucking funny. Not only is she spraying <laughs> you with ice cold well water, yeah. but she's beating the fuck out of you with a hose. Yeah, there's all kinds of and I'm just crying in the corner. <laughs> Luckily, and then and then I and then I rapidly got bigger and then it was like, okay, I guess I've been not beat on pollen. Luckily there's no audio yeah. I assume. Unless no, you had not, a really nice, no. no, okay, no, it wasn't. We should we should have a movie night at the at the studio sometime and and show that and yeah. show you just getting the shit kicked out. Of I, I actually sister. think, and you'll you'll get a kick, and everybody would. Charlie would love this too because I think on this one, we, my father had all these burned onto a, a, a video a VHS, and then I think it's on. A, I have to look at it, but anyway, I think on this one big tape intermixed with all that stuff is also. It, like it'll be my sister and I in Spokane watching with four feet of snow surrounding the house building snowman and then it goes whoop, and it goes right to Vietnam air to air footage of of the F one oh fives and F one and one oh four and your dad just of, of my father yeah video of out there he's the captain of the of the airplanes after they refuel them and they go peeling off doing bombing runs and things like that. Now, we didn't see the bombing runs, but this is right before they would go and engage in yeah, combat. Yeah, yeah. But it, all that's intermixed in this one tape. It's kinda like Oh shit! Yeah, like out, like recording of like a out the ass end of like a what is it? A, it was a KC one thirty five. Yeah, yeah KC one thirty five. Uh, like they're refueling the... over Vietnam, over Laos and stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, wasn't over Laos. We were never actually in Laos. We weren't really. Yeah, no, uh-huh. we weren't. Okay, I learned that from the uh-huh. Gibson movie. <laughs> <laughs> but we kind of were. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so the no offense was, to the Laotians out there. It was just inter- all the stuff, weird things that were going on in this videotape. It was like, wow, now we're I'd in fucking Vietnam. die laughing. Like, I, now, now I really want to see. I want to see. Yeah. I'm sorry. What is your sister's name? Jeanette. Jeanette. I want to see Jeanette beating the shit out of you. Yeah. Chasing you around with a hose. Just in general, being a dick to little Paul. We, because I don't know if you folks have ever. Anytime you guys get a chance, maybe we'll get Paul to post some pictures. Paul doesn't look much different than he did when he was like 18. So I think the youngest I've seen picture of you was like maybe 16 or 17. Yeah. You don't look much different. I don't. Your hair is a little grayer, but you don't. You really don't. You yeah. have the same build. I can tell you, you probably still have the same laugh, and you probably fucking 
Probably yeah, it sounds so. like I'm hitting on you a little bit, but you really don't. Like you don't look any different. Okay. It's funny. All right. It's it funny. cracks me up. It's funny. No, I. But you I wear I do, the same jeans. I do. <laughs> It's, it's not, not true. nice. It's true. Right now I'm wearing these lovely shorts I got from I think Walmart to relax for this podcast. I really love the fact that it's uh I, I don't know, it's winter time. Yeah. Paul's wearing board shorts. I like what happened. Two what different it, pairs of board shorts. Today. He was wearing he no, shows yesterday. up at my house yesterday. He's like, What's up? And, and these he's blue pair. Blue pair of board shorts and a Krata shirt for you. Krata. Yeah. Hey, Krata Krata. Is it Krata Krata? They all spelled with Krata. a Q just to be just to piss everybody off. Krata. <laughs> with the Q. <laughs> it's Colorado River Area Trail Association. Yeah, that one. Ed Mann, Ryan Ackerman. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway. So, so, yeah, it was that. And then now I've got these white ones. What happens? I had my work pants on, and then some big things happened today. We're not even going to talk work about pants. it at all. Yeah, work pants. And then uh, I said, fuck it. I'm just going to take everything off and put on these shorts and sit here because it's comfortable now. And it's, we've had environmentally controlled. It's gotten better rapidly, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. No, this, things have improved here in the yeah. studio because uh, before – uh, when we first started, we were recording. We started in June of 2016. We did. Back in the heady days when Obama was still in office. Yeah. Donald Trump was still a joke. <laughs> and it was hot as fuck in here. Yeah. It was all kinds Sweating. of weird ways. We uh, were trying to cool the place down. <laughs> what is this we shit? Oh, I would I show up every day. I would show up that we were going to record, and Paul had some new harebrained fucking scheme to cool the place down. But I would say, look, look, Joe, I've got it. I would have my digital. I said, I got it down 1.5 degrees cooler than yesterday. Look at this. Look at this. What I've done. Yeah, 1. look, at, look at this improvement. I'm like, you are such an asshole. But you can, <laughs> I can so tell that you were trained in Germany. Right. I was trying. 1. to 1.5 get... degrees better, Joe. Look at it. <laughs> Look at look it. Look at it. Look at this. Look at the digital readout. And then eventually right. you had AC installed, and thank you for the climate control. The proper, now, the, what's the split unit kind I'm, of thing. I'm in the quiet. bathroom literally two and a half minutes. This is like an hour and a half ago. I'm in the bathroom two and a half minutes. I walk out, and there's Mr. Gaines. He's got a V-neck T-shirt, <laughs> flip-flops. <laughs> oh, yeah, you came out, and it's like I came you, out, you and changed, I was like, you, you, you changed went your from, ensemble. Yeah, your ensemble. <laughs> you, were, you went from wearing Carhartt pants <laughs> <laughs> work shoes, Carhartt jacket, and a shirt that says, F- "I don't know, whatever." Like, Wine of Dynam sixty Dynam. Like you went from <laughs> sure. like you went from truck driver uniform. Yes, I did. To like, hey, bro, the cla- classic Santa Monica Just beach bum. Cl- yeah, no shit. You look like your grandpa in nineteen forty eight. Like that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Fucking died I'm, laughing. I'm comfortable right now. Can we take another break and listen to Christmas music? You know what? We should probably do that. Right, uh, do listen that. to this. Enjoy it. Merry Christmas. Hose. 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 Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank, an old man said to me, won't see another one, and then he sang a song, the rare old mountain dew, I turned my face away. And dreamed about you God, I'm the lucky one Came in late to one I've got a feeling This year's for me and you So happy Christmas I love you 
hooked on uh, graham crackers again We're welcome on. back with more cartoon casual and and graham crackers i i uh, haven't bought graham crackers in a long time but i saw them sitting there they were calling it, my name they were calling they were like paul eat us so i've been having have this box that's had for a while but i've been having you know graham crackers and milk which is such a little kid thing but it god is. damn it if it isn't kind of reminds me of christmas like i said it's kind of one of those christmas uh it's a youthful kind of uh per, yeah. per pursuit i love it so, but you have to have the honey made, um, you know, the Nabisco. Now, I have a question for you. Did you ever get um, herpes? No. <laughs> no. no. Oh. Go ahead. Did you ever go sledding? Were you? Yes. Did you ever live somewhere you were in a kid? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Washington, I assume. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was one of them. Yeah. Uh, All the time. Crashed a lot. Got hurt a lot. I, I remember kids breaking their fucking arms. Oh yeah. Like there was one winter. I'll never forget it. It was uh, winter of '93 to '94. And for those of you old farts, you'll remember uh, the fall of 93 was when the Mississippi and Ohio River flooded their banks, killed people, destroyed homes, destroyed businesses. I mean, just terrible, terrible, terrible flooding. Just a giant tragedy in the the eastern and midwestern U.S. Happens every handful of years, though. Well, this was the worst that anybody had ever seen. Still hasn't happened that bad since? Right. It changed. It was so bad that it changed the course of the Mississippi River. Okay. It was one of those floods. It was like a 150-year flood or something. Mm -hmm. So that following winter, 
I remember uh, it was Martin Luther King Day. That we had the like that Friday before Martin Luther King like weekend or whatever. You know, you had the Monday off. It's a federal and school holiday, whatever. That Friday, they let us out of school early, which is which was the only time that I recall that ever happening in living in the Midwest, because they knew that shit was going to get really, really bad. So we got bussed home early, like two o'clock in the afternoon instead of like four or something like that. So it snowed all day Friday, all day, you know, all night Friday night, all day Saturday. Sunday was actually finally cleared up and everybody could go out and fuck around. We had all these snow drifts and all this other shit, right? It was awesome. Super actual, not some awe. It was all of the awe. Okay. Paul's munching on graham crackers. I'm leaning back. Yeah, he's leaning back just so he doesn't crunch in your guys' ears. So that was like Sunday. Monday comes around. It warms up a little bit. And by warm up, I mean like 40. You know, 40 degrees then things start to melt a lot a lot monday night that month that same you know same day that night it got down well below freezing we're talking eight nine ten degrees fahrenheit oh ice yeah so but but which made the sledding even better (laughs) so i did my typical midwestern thing that you do in, in the wintertime you get up and you turn on the TV or listen to the radio. I think the TV was what I did. It's for like school closings. School closings. Oh, and yeah. We weren't closed. We're Cobb right. County Schools. Yeah, right. Like, ah, that was for us. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Troy City Schools. And you look at a little ticker across the bottom. Troy City Schools. Two-hour delay. Fuck yeah. Go back to bed for two hours. Get up. Check oh. it again. Two-hour delay. Like, oh, God. Can't just make a decision. Like, just close the things. We can go sledding. I checked. I went and got in the shower, got dressed, grabbed my, grabbed my backpack, woke my brothers up. Check the TV one more time. Troy City Schools, two-hour delay. Cool. Start walking to school. Get to school. And there's a piece of, like, paper posted. Taped. to the It's, taped like, taped up and says school closed. <laughs> God damn it. I walk home. <laughs> and, and, and mom's like, Are you, what's going on? Like, they cancel school and turn on the TV. It says Troy City Schools closed. God damn it. I was so mad. <laughs> now I can tell you some people that I know that there's a handful of people that listen to this podcast that are that are familiar with Troy, Ohio. There's a, you have levees on either side of the uh, the river because they had a giant flood in 1912 killed thousands of people. And uh, so they built these 25, 30 foot tall levees and they have bridges. Right. So you have a hill you uphill over the bridge to the levee and then up to the school and then over the nice same hill slope. Yeah, so I, I went uphill. I, I walked uphill both ways to school uh, in the snow and ice. Mm-hmm. But once I canceled school, I, I I was like, all right, fuck it. So we changed, took my brothers over to the sledding hill, which those levees were great because they had a huge yeah. f- run out of a floodplain to the river and had steps, you know, with the handrail like, mm-hmm. up, up one side. And I actually saw someone break their arm. You saw the because arm like, actually break? Like, like I heard it. Oh, God. It's kind of loud, isn't and it? And I saw him have two elbows on one arm, <laughs> is what it looked like. And just, ah! he was probably, I don't know, the kid was, I know he was, I know he was younger than me, so what he was did like he maybe actually 10. Hit? What did he hit? What it was is it was a ramp that was built the prior week in soft snow. <laughs> oh. 
and like we like I talked about, it was very uh, it was a heavy heavy snow day. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. that's a fucking terrible funny, period. Funny. It was a heavy snow day, and then it, things melted a little bit, then refroze. So you had like a, a a coating of of snow on top of ice, like 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 a crust, a crust, if you will, <clears throat> that was hard as a rock. Right, and this ramp, and so he hit the hit the jump, fell. <laughs> like and I'm telling you, I don't know if you people have ever heard. Bones break. It does. Like if you're nearby, it sounds like a fucking shotgun. Going oh, it does. Off. It takes a lot of load to break a freaking human bone. It, it like really that. does. And this was a pubescent like boy. So like he was, he was, you know, maybe a couple of years younger than me. But he was still like 11, 12 years old, mm. strong farm kid, and just oh my god, it was awful. It was his uh, which arm? Like what? Oh, I mean, what, I mean, which part? It was his, it was his. Uh, well, it was a ulna radius. Like it was his lower arm. Okay. So he broke two bones, basically. Ow. Oh, man, it was so fucking loud. It must have hurt. And then they had to get the ambulance. And somebody called 911. But in order to call 911, it was 1993. Gotta go find a phone. Early 94. There was no... Yeah, there's no nobody had a cell phone. Gotta go find a neighbor. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Luckily, real close by is uh, the arena. I've talked to you about this before. The... Uh, those of you out there that are familiar with uh, Hobart Welders, it was Hobart Arena. Oh, yeah. The Hobart Welding Company built... This uh, and tool company, they built this uh, arena. It's where uh, the hockey team played, and we had ice skating rink and stuff. And it was right there, but it was across. It was probably three hundred yards away, so it was down the hill across a huge parking lot. And they had to like bang on the door, and they had the maintenance guys in there. And the maintenance guys were like, "Hey, can, we use, can I use? They like, let me in. Let me use my phone." And when I was to go in and use the phone. And I'm in Boy Scouts at this point, maybe one or two years, and I kind of knew a little bit of first responder stuff. So, like, I just was there telling the kid, like, don't move. Don't move your arm. Don't do that. <laughs> like, the kid's screaming bloody murder. Right. Finally, paramedics show up, and they're like, all right, well, okay. And they throw him on the backboard, which in turn is thrown on a like a sled kind of thing. Yeah, it is. Oh, is and then they just go bad. Is it gonna? Oh, it doesn't get bad, but like <laughs> like because the snow. Remember, this is powdery snow on top of ice. Mm-hmm. That ice is not forgiving like regular snow. You know, the snow or the snow yeah. on top of ice is not forgiving it's not like cushioning, regular snow. So it's it's not cushioning. So this kid is bouncing all over the place, and every time he bounces, he just oh, like, oh my god. Oh god. Um, god, and that kid grew up to be quarterback of the New England Patriots. No, that's not true. Brett Favre. No, Brett Favre for a No, no, it, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't even remember that kid. I never even knew who he was. Like I don't think he went to my school or anything, but oh. still. But that winter, that was like the harshest fucking winter, but man, we had great fucking time sledding. Like it, it was amazing how if I tried to do that now, you or I let's just say we're going to go let's go to Flagstaff. It's and go painful sp- the entire and time. And go sledding. Like, the whole thing, I'm like, oh, creepy. Cre- I mean, from the moment we get up out of bed and go, we're going to go sledding today, we're just popping ibuprofen. Yeah. And then we... And the to, next day, it's going to be painful. And the next day, it's like, you might want to just, just may want to die a little bit. Yeah. A little and then bit. try to find a bar and start drinking tequila. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It was it, But, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take Portia to, if, if we can... If there's snow when we get back there, I'm taking her to the sledding hill to end all sledding hills. Uh-huh. It's in uh, it's in West Milton, Ohio, which is you know, 10, 12 miles away from from Troy. And they actually have they have a heated staircase, heated handrail, uh-huh. 
You nice. walk up. Oh yeah, no, it's it's really fucking nice. But the uh, the hill itself, it's a park. It's actually a city park. Okay. It's it. Paul, it's scary. It's probably three hundred yards long. Though it's ready for people to it's, do it's, stuff. It's a forty-five degree angle, and it's three hundred yards long. Holy crap! And not that much of a run out before you start hitting trees, but it's still built as a sledding park. It's fucking insane. So I was going to ask you this about talking about uh, uh, memories or whatever. I assume mm. since you're from Ohio, how old are you when you left Ohio? Mm, Sixteen. Okay, so you're plenty old or young, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to assume, like we did in Washington State and even certain parts of Texas where I lived. Um, didn't we do this in Georgia though? Um, that you built snowman. I'm sure you did. Yeah, that, right? yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was a good activity. Yeah, when you're younger and and uh, we used to build. We had like a big, huge snowfalls, and the whole house was practically covered. We would build like tunnels and like in like trenches and like almost a mazes through the snow and things like that. We'd dig those yeah. out. Yeah, that was kind of that was a lot of fun. Well, and then when I got into Boy Scouts, uh, we built snow forts. Yeah. But not like uh, not not like you would see in a movie or something stupid like that. No, like actual like just just dig a giant pile of snow, mm-hmm. or find a giant pile of snow, and you take. This is a weird Boy Scout thing. You take sticks, and you measure a certain length. And what what we were always taught was the length of the the tip of your middle finger to your elbow. Okay, and measure that out, and on you know figure out how long that is on the stick, and jam that deep of the stick into the snow the pile of snow and you do that all around your pile of snow right okay all over the place so then when you what you do is you dig down forward and then up a little bit into this pile of this mound of snow and then you dig it all out until you start reaching those sticks and then you have a uniform uh height uh, height section or or, or, or wall wall, like thickness yeah yeah and the reason you dig down and then level and then up is because heat rises, and and actually you can you can actually stay in the snow shelter and it will heat up inside with body heat to above freezing. Yeah, it's like insulation. It, it is. Snow yeah. is a great insulator. I, I remember when I first heard about this years ago when I was much younger. I thought you can't. It's, snow is cold. It's not going to be fine. It's insulation, but it's still cold. You're going to freeze your ass off, and you can know it's a shelter. And you can actually survive in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. It's a way to, yeah. And, and yeah, we used to build those just because yeah. we're, we liked hard work, apparently. Yeah. Um, I actually slept in one of those several times uh, going on. Uh, we used to do, in Boy Scouts, my Boy Scout troop was part of a, a bunch of troops from uh, Ohio, uh, Michigan, northern Indiana, that would go up to, um, oh, shit, uh, Owen Sound, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like eight, nine hour drive by bus. We would take charter bus, you know, up there. The whole group, all the troops from one area would get on to one bus and go up there. And we would do like winter games and hang out with Canadian Boy Scouts. And one day we'd go to a hockey game and we'd stay there for like four or five days. And that was like uh, two of the years that we were up there. We didn't use tents. We used snow shelters. We dug nice. out snow shelters and slept in them the whole time. That's the whole it was, igloo thing. I it mean, it really just, is, you know. man. The Inuit, the fucking Eskimo people, like they know what's up. Right. They know how to stay warm. They've been up there for a little while. Yeah, a little bit. A couple yeah. years. So but anyway. I was going to tell you, I have this romantic notion. Uh, and I thought about this a while, a while back, and I've never forgotten about this, which means I need to do this to satisfy my soul, which is to, and, I, and for some reason I'm hung up on Ireland, but I would like to take a, at some point during a year, 
over Christmas during the winter break is to really uh, take a number of weeks off and figure out a really cool little village like in Ireland or somewhere in Europe. It's a small place, but you go there ahead of time and you just spend Christmas there, not just for a few days. You go there a few weeks ahead of time and you get to know some of the locals and it's, you're this crazy American guy that's come over here just to spend, doesn't even know anybody, but you try to befriend people and just to hang out a little bit and help them with their Christmas maybe or if they're, whatever, they're, whatever they're doing and just be part of their scene for a while and go to the local pubs and the restaurants. People get to know you after a while and just experience what their Christmas is like in their little small village in Europe just because. Absolutely. And just, just that would be so much. I would love to do that. Just I have three places where I want to do that exact same thing. Okay. Okay. Which would be? Is uh, Dublin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, because they do they do Christmas right there. Two mm-hmm. weeks before the week of and the week after okay. would be perfect. Um, anywhere in Bavaria, preferably a oh, town yeah. smaller than 5,000 people. Oh, yeah. Because truth be told, a lot of the, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but a lot of what we think of as Christmas traditions, um, that, that all comes from Bavaria. It, it does. absolutely does. And I it, didn't know it, that until uh, my buddy uh, Josh, who listened to the podcast, um, I didn't know that until he told me that. And then he and his lady friend, man, he and Kayla went there. I think they've been there three times over Christmas. You want to know why? Two times. Because the first time they went, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. And they went, we well, have to come kinda, back. And- I think he kind of knew. Yeah. And he's like, oh, all these traditions are all Southern Germany. That's mm-hmm. all like a, a lot of the. The well, I mean, that's where Otanenbaum comes from. I mean, obviously, you know, but there's certain like the like Christmas tree, that tree, yep, that the, the actual cutting of a Christmas tree and decorating it with originally was candles. That's a German tradition. That's a Southern German tradition. Mm. There's all all sorts of shit that are that we think of as just quote just you know uh, generalized Christmas traditions. And, and when you that say Bavarian. and when you say they do it right, it it's hard to describe unless you just start looking that shit up. Christmas in Bavaria, just go YouTube, not YouTube, yeah. well, YouTube, or you can just image it, you know, on Google search, and you'll just be blown away by how the level that everybody, every store merchant, every area is all dedicated to this, and it's really good. Decorate. We're not talking about cheap cheap crap. We're talking right. about decades of working on this and refining how their displays are and well it, god damn it now that i think about it one of the things that i really love is glühwein you ever had you i assume you've had glühwein yes the the, the whatever spiced, kind of wine the sp- it spiced is, yeah. red, red wine yeah. that you know diana puts that together you know at the around yeah. christmas time yeah i guess i'm gonna have to have a glass of that or a mug of that tomorrow yeah and she, it's she, so she, good she's done a pretty good job decorating the cellar door she, oh yeah she really, she really does she killed it yeah and she loves to get dressed up and and play dress up. It's it's fun to go down there and see all that stuff. And uh, that reminds me, you know, she did. Uh, she the her Christmas party was what Sunday night. I missed it. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Uh, but it was okay. I thought you were there. No. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, she had it catered. Yeah. And uh, she hits me up about oh, I don't know nine nine thirty that night. I couldn't make it because I was working. I was at the hospital. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> she does a FaceTime video with me, like a video call. <laughs> And she's like, hey, are you hungry? And I'm like, well, not, not really. She goes, well, is anybody else at the hospital hungry? Because I've got a shitload of food. I'm bringing it to you. Oh, all right. They'll love it. So she brought over everything that she had left over. And most of it was still hot. It was like uh, meatballs and a cheese plate and a meat plate and a cheese and meat plate and a veggie platter and all and fucking potato salad, which is your favorite. I know <laughs> all these dessert things. And I'm like, God damn, haystacks. 
You're oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, I love Haystacks, man. I. That's one of those things that, for whatever reason, I didn't grow up with it. I don't know why. But then I, I like the first time I had a haystack, it was like, oh fuck! For for those of you who don't know, it's it, like a like a handful of pretzel sticks held together with like usually it's like caramel like, and or white chocolate or, or some caramel. other kind of caramel. I said I made sure to say caramel. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, she, she Diana really hooked us up. That was really cool, and that food was fucking gone. Those people at the hospital, man, they might be a bunch of cross-fitting bulimics, but it doesn't matter. They'll fucking oh, yeah. eat the shit out well, of some Well, food. that's good. You don't want food really like that to go to uh, waste. It's no. One of, uh, Adam Carolla talks about a lot in his podcast. He's, he he hates people that just waste stuff. He says he, you know, he's got a lot of money now, and he came from kind of not very well off, but he's done right. well for himself. And no matter what he does, he doesn't like to throw anything away. We can't throw this away. So they'll have some big cheesecake. People are on diets at his facility, his shop, or whatever. And like, and he'll 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 cut it up. And he'll start almost force feeding people. I'm not throwing this away. I love it. Eat this <laughs> now. Take a break, everybody. We're gonna have a slice of cheesecake. Shut up. And I'm such an asshole. Like I, there's so many podcasts that I want to listen to all the time, and so many shows I want to listen to all the time. But there's only so many hours in the day. Yeah. And truth be told, the uh, all the the most of the time that I used to spend listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I now spend editing this <laughs> podcast. Yay. Uh, so, and I feel like a dick because I know Corolla. Like, I don't know. Corolla turned me off years ago. I just didn't. I just. I, he's I didn't got like this. I, he's got some little, some quirks that people just don't like. But I, 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 I want to give him his fair, you know, shake, a, a more fair shake now that we're kind of in the podca- podcast game. And I kind of want to listen to him just maybe for some ideas to steal. Sure. Sure. And uh, it, it, I, it, I, I just don't have fucking time. It, his show is it's one of the more heavily produced shows. Like you'll listen to it, and it's more like a television. It's show. a radio show or like a television show. Yeah, yeah. but it's done. It's done well though. They they don't screw it up. You know, it's it's done fairly well. And uh, and he does. He spent a lot of time. He built his studio because he's a carpenter. I mean, he's a like a master carpenter. He did a lot what? of the. He built everything. Oh, yeah. I, I I I didn't know that. That's... You didn't remember his show? He had a, like a building show that he would do. Was what the fuck was it called? It was like something about the contractor. The man he, show. No, no. But it was after that. But he. That's what he. That's his. That's his field. Is car. Is carpentry. I had carpentry. no idea. I had yeah. no idea. No, he's very good. And, and that he, explains why Charlie fucking likes him so much. There you go. That, yeah. That 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 makes perfect sense. And and he um he had the show though for a few seasons and I think they're trying to bring it back and I forgot what it was called. Damn it, catch a to catch a contractor. So people would <laughs> pe- people people would get would get fucked over by a contractor <laughs> to catch a contractor. <laughs> He totally stole that from To Catch a Predator, and yes. there's also there's there uh, Holmes on Holmes. Do you ever watch that guy? No, no. With Mike Holmes, not the Mike Holmes that we know and love here in Kingman, but yeah. this is a Canadian guy, and it was he's this like big blonde like bodybuilder kind of guy. Mm-hmm. His name was Mike Holmes, and that's what the premise of that show was. Wow, and it was it was on uh, uh, the Learning Channel or something like that, where he would. People would get fucked over by a contractor. Yeah, they would call him to come in and look at the place. They would, they would, they would record it, and he would just tear the work apart and just go, "What the fuck is wrong so, with this so, guy?" Okay, so and at the end of the show, he would, call, he would go, he would go after the contractor. Yes, he would call yeah. him up and go, "Hey, what the fuck is wrong?" It with was you? the same kind of thing, but it was. But just imagine it was Adam Carolla, and he had some other um, carpenter person with him who was kind of a bodybuilder, big, kind of buff, good-looking dude. 
who was kind of the muscle of the show. But you have to imagine, because Carol is a comedian. You know, that's his. Of course, yeah. He's snarky, smart ass, yeah, fucking yeah. sarcastic guy. So you can imagine when they catch the contractor and they start pointing out things. Like like if something is way out of plumb or there's a bunch of nails and this wood split or just it's all fucked like, up. How come you use self-tapping metal <laughs> right. screws yeah. in this two-by-four? And so Adam would come wood. up and go, you know, there's this thing that we got. We just found it's a new product. You're going to really enjoy this that you may not know about. And he'll pull out like a level. <laughs> he'll, say, <laughs> he'll say, here we have a level. Oh, shit. What you can do with this, and the guy gets pissed. They get pissed off, of course, because they're being... Demeaned. They're yeah, demeaned but and berated, been, they've been, but, as, but they've been caught to catch, doing shit work. To, to catch a contractor. <laughs> right? Is I I I I'm gonna go home and look this up because they're, it, they're funny. Yeah. The Holmes on Holmes, like that that show. It wasn't funny. It was more tragic, but it was cool because he would pull in his own contractors. And, and fix it, and, right. and fix it, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Which is what they would do but too. Adam, but he wasn't funny. He yeah. was just kind of a dick and. I mean, the guy was like, you know, he was probably six two, six three, probably two seventy five. Of yeah. just, and he would, he would wear like uh, bib overalls with a like a white tank top underneath, and he just, <laughs> he looked like a professional fucking wrestler that also knew how to swing a hammer and use a goddamn square. Yeah. So like he he was kind of intimidating. It was, in fact, actually, if you took like a like dog the bounty hunter, mm-hmm. he was like dog the bounty hunter that knew how to use a hammer instead of pepper spray. <laughs> Well, I think so, you would, but you, I want to see Adam Carolla do it because because he's so fucking funny. He's just a smart ass, and so many people, some people run away, and they never catch him again. So what they'll do though is they either make the guy fix it right, and sometimes the, the, these people run away at some point, and they never come back. Right. So they end up doing it right and fixing it up. So they never just leave the homeowner hanging at all. You know, they they do it they do it right regardless of whether they make the guy do it and redo it or they they do it. Adam Kroll and his other sidekick and some crew that you never really see probably that you know fixes it of up. Of course, yeah. So I was going to say one more thing about Christmas and I'm like we're probably going to be hanging it up is that the other thing that my friend did back in South Carolina who hasn't bought, he doesn't want any Christmas gifts. He's got money. He he's he's reasonably he's not wealthy but let's call him upper whatever. And so for years he was like I'm I'm not buying anybody anything except for his son, he had a young son. You know, or I don't want anybody to buy anything at all. And it wasn't like, donate it here, donate it there. It's like, hey, it, look, let's just try to spend some time together. His friends, he would almost demand that people, because they, they could carve some time out around Christmas at some point. So he said, let's just go hang out at someone's house today, and tomorrow we'll hang out over at so-and-so's house. You know, just he just want to spend time together and enjoy these days together because, you know, it's finite, as we know. Yeah. A little ephemeral. So yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. and and uh, and and that's what's it. And and I I kind of understand what he what he says, and I know he's going to have between uh, Christmas and New Year's off, like I like to do here as well. But it kind of reminds me of that too. If you can just kind of enjoy enjoy yourself, enjoy your friends, try to enjoy what family that you have, and that's kind of the whole point of it. If you can if you can swing this, you know, if you can, it's if it's possible, which is. <laughs> that's absolutely the best uh, sentiment. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I think with that, uh, you know. Happy holidays, Merry right, Christmas, uh, Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Yeah, try to uh, Yule, yeah, Sambal, everything, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that you celebrate. Be safe. Try to do something for somebody, and yeah. it'll, it'll make you feel good too. Yeah, and do. I don't know. There was something that we used to do, and we talk about in Boy Scouts. You do some, do something for yourself. Mm-hmm. Do something for somebody else that you know, and do do two things for somebody that you don't know. That's that would be if that's everybody a, did that. Things would be much better. Right. Exactly. All right. And well, there you have it. Y'all have a good one. Enjoy 
this music. Merry Christmas. And finally, please welcome to the stage Santa's helpers doing Jingle Bell Rock. And, uh, Katie Heron. Do we have a Katie Heron here? It's Katie. Oh, Katie, here you go. One for you. Um, and none for Gretchen Wieners. Bye. Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown, four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney tonight, he's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. You're goofy. Don't piss me off, Art. Clark, it's over. Not according to Santa's watch, it isn't. Now, come on, son. Stay out of this, Dad. Clark, I think it's best if everyone just goes home before things get worse. Worse? How could they get any worse? Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell. <laughs> 